saying the prayers in the morning, they already set the pace for me. So, nitaingilia tu hapo na niendelee. So, my topic for today is life in the spirit. Tell your, tell your neighbor life in the spirit. What does life in the spirit mean? Andika, life in the spirit then in brackets, living from above. Then apokando, wandike, rise above. All right, so I'll start. If you're writing, I'll start by asking us, what is life in the spirit? What is our understanding of life in the spirit? And this is my definition of what life is in the spirit is about. It is an advantage system God put in place for the believers to operate from and live by. It is an advantage system that God put in place for the believers to operate from and live by. Then, it guarantees us dominion. I repeat myself again. It is an advantage, take note of advantage. It is an advantage system God put in place for the believers to operate from and live by. It guarantees us dominion. Amen? Then I ask myself, why is it an advantage system? Aye. Someone operating from the realm of the spirit operates from a higher level than someone who operates from the flesh. The flesh in this, in this context, I mean the physical realm, okay? This person seems to have mileage or to be ahead of other persons. They seem to know or be aware of more than the ordinary person. And why and what they know informs how they carry themselves or conduct themselves. So I want us to read a scripture from the book of 2 Kings, chapter 6, from verse 8 to 16. 2 Kings. Are we there? It says, now the king of Aram, in bracket Syria, was making war against Israel, and he consulted with his servants, saying, my camp shall be in such and such a place. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, saying, be careful not to pass by this place, because the Armenians are pulling back to there. Then the king of Israel sent word to the place about which Elisha had warned him, so he guarded himself there repeatedly. Please take note, it's the man of God who sent the word. Now the heart of the king of Aram was enraged over this thing. He called his servants and said to them, will you not tell me which of us is helping the king of Israel? Somebody say amen. One of his servants said, none of us is helping him, my lord. Oh, king, but Elisha the prophet, somebody say advantage system, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom, advantage system. He tells the king the words that you speak in your bedroom and he's not there physically. 
So he said, go and see where he is, so that I may send men and seize him. And he said, and he was told, he's in Dothan. So he sent horses and chariots and a powerful army there. They came by night and surrounded the city. Verse 16, Elisha encourages his, his servant Gehazi. Elisha answered, do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Let me repeat myself again. I said, living by the spirit, living from above is an advantage system. How is it an advantage system? Because you get to operate, you get to move, you get to see from a higher level. The realm of the spirit is higher than the physical level. Anyone living by the flesh, and when I talk about the flesh, I'm not talking about sins per se. I'm talking about who is living, someone who operates by the flesh. That person is separated does not know what is happening and what God is doing. Amen? And so we see the prophet of God, Elisha, he's giving secrets to the king of Israel. And someone is, someone is asking, who is giving this person the things that I'm discussing in the bedroom? And I told us to say, advantage system. The Bible says, let me go to Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. I'm trying to build up something. It says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against wild forces of this present darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in where? In the heavenly places. Church, I want to awaken us to be alive, that we are not just living the fact that we are operating from this realm. There is another place that we have been called to, to rise above, to live and operate from that place. Amen? And the scripture tells us that even the battle, the spiritual warfare that we are engaging in, it is not something that is of this realm. And the Bible goes on to tell us that the weapons that we are using, the weapons that we are engaging, they are not of this realm. Amen? We are not going to use atutumi mawe na marungu to hit at the enemy. No. The weapons... made out of the things that are visible. 
What are we saying? That the realm of this, I'm trying to build a point here, that the realm of the spirit, living from above, operating from the realm of the spirit, is higher than operating from the realm, the physical realm. And the Bible tells us that what is seen, what we are seeing with our naked eyes, was, not, was birthed from what is unseen, which means the realm of the spirit is higher than the physical realm. The realm of the spirit is the mother of the physical realm. So anyone operating from where? Anyone operating from above is at an advantage. Amen? Is operating at a vintage. There is something that this person is seeing that someone who is operating from this level is not seeing. Amen? And I want to submit to us that the church of Jesus Christ, most of us are not aware. Most of us are not alert. We know that the, um, the kingdom of darkness, the witches and whoever those are, they operate from that level. And there are things they do from there. And they will affect you in the physical realm and you don't know. Is it true? And so today, my message is very simple. The church of Jesus Christ must arise. The church of Jesus Christ must arise. We must get back to walking in the spirit. We cannot continue walking in the flesh. The Bible says that anyone who walks in the flesh is dead. What is dead here? Dead in this context means you are separated from the life of God. What is the life of God? Have you ever sat down to ask yourself, what is the life of God? Anyone who is separated, anyone who is living by the physical realm, you have lost connection with your Father in heaven. It means that there are, there are two angles to it. Let me bring them out. A person who is not born again is spiritually dead, right? Do we agree? And then there are believers who are called carnal believers. Who are carnal believers? These are people who are born again, but they live and walk and operate by the flesh. When Pastor Stan stood here and said, we are moving to Karen, 180 million. Kuna mtu alijishika kichu mangai. The next bus ni tunaenda, tunahama tukihamanga. That is someone who is operating. And there are many ways in which believers are operating in the flesh. If you want to know someone is operating in the flesh, the first thing, doubt. God has said, I will bless you. God has said, I will give you a job. You are there, you're busy looking. You don't even have, you have another option. If this solution does not work out, what else will happen to me? You've already started looking for a second option. And God has already told, God has already given you an answer. What am I trying to tell us this morning? Believers, it is very important for us to walk in the spirit, to live and operate from above, to arise from where we are and, 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 and operate where God is calling us to operate. Amen? The Bible tells us that in 2 Corinthians 4.18, that what is seen, what we see is temporal. It will pass away. What is unseen is permanent. If it is unseen and it is permanent, it tells me and it informs you, you need to be very alert. You need to be awake. You need to know what is happening in the realm of the spirit. Amen?
you need to know and understand what is, what is God. Do you know, let me tell you guys something. Do you know why people are running to prophets left, right, and center? It is because people are not taking time to listen to God for themselves. Unatafuta left, right, and center. Prophet so-and-so told me this. Prophet, nazingina siza ukweli. It is because we are not taking time. We are not spending time with the Holy Spirit so that we can know what is God saying. And I know some of us, are here, they are waiting for their word for next year. Go and sit down and ask the Lord, what are you saying for me concerning my life about next year? And God will give you. Tell yourself, operate from above. Operate from above. And so I have a question for us. Why is it important for believers to live and operate by the Holy Spirit? To operate from above. Have you ever asked yourself, why did God give us the Holy Spirit? I mean, we come and we sing, you came from heaven to earth to show us. And then we finish. Have you ever asked yourself, why did God send his son to die on the cross for us? Have you ever asked yourself, why did God give us the Holy Spirit? God knew, Jesus himself knew, it is impossible for believers to live a victorious life without the Holy Spirit. He told his disciples, tarry in Jerusalem, wait until you have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Some of us are not waiting for the Lord's instruction. We are busy moving left, right, and center. We are not listening to what the Lord is saying. If Jesus told his disciples, tarry in Jerusalem and wait for the gift of the Holy Spirit, who are we? Who are we to operate, to do whatever we are doing without the Holy Spirit? Let me tell you, we will not go far. And people will know, people will know, there is no anointing. We can only do so much without the help of the Holy Spirit. We can only do so much. The Bible says that um, in Acts 1.8, and, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and I mean, you shall receive power, and you will be witnesses in, the point is here, you shall receive power. You need that power in your life. If we are going to be, if you are going to be, um, to do that which Christ did, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. Where there is no Holy Spirit, I'm telling you people, people are going to look for solutions from outside. People are, they are going to be coming to church and they are going to visit the witch doctors wherever they are. Kwa sababu kwa kanisa hakuna ishara, hakuna miujiza. Tumeomba kwanzia January hadi December. Hijat. Sasa, someone is putting, ameeka kibao pale kwa barabara, amesema, eh, dawa, biyashara, kwanza wanasemanga, pete, eh, sijui ngufu gani hizo. <laughs> Let me tell you, church, if we do not operate by the Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, People are going to move from the church. People are looking for something and they must find it in the church. People are looking, wherever you are working, people are looking at you. Umetuambia umeokoka. Na wea hakuna kitu unapatanga. Hakuna kitu unapata. Kwanzia January hadi December. When people are being, uko tu pale. Which spirit is this you are talking about? What are you showing the people? Kanisa. Deliverance Church Ngong Road, we must arise. We cannot afford to walk in sin. 
We cannot afford to walk in the flesh. Let me tell you guys. We cannot, yani hatuwezi kuwa ni sisi tunakuja asubui, tunapiga, alafu tukitoka, tumekutaa na we pale, umejiweka tavan, umeshika chupa yako, na unasema umeokoka. That is not salvation. If you are born again, live for Jesus Christ. Let the people see that you are born again. Let the people see the Jesus Christ that you preach and you talk about. If this nation is 80% Christians, we would not be having God. If people were truly living by the Spirit of God, we would not be having and seeing the things we are seeing today. Amen? Why is it important for believers to live by the Spirit? God himself calls us, refers to us, and addresses us from that standpoint. Do you know we are spirit beings? Do you know? Okay, we read a verse. We are treasures. We are carrying a treasure in jars of clay. Like the Ark of the Covenant, we are carriers of God's presence. God is the one who created us. He knows what he put in us. He knows the capability in you and I. He says, I created you. I made you. You are the sheep of my pasture. He says, when you go through X, Y, Z, you are mine. I will be with. Point is, you are mine. I made you. I created. So, if I made you, if I created you, I know what you're capable of. And if you're very keen, when you read the Bible, God speaks of the end. He starts from the end, then he comes back to the beginning. He told Gideon, mighty man of valor, go and do X, Y, Z. And Gideon stands in his flesh. He says, and that is what we do. Most of us, that is what we do. Not just you, even myself. That is what we do. Gideon said, where? I am a man. I come from this clan. We are the least in this world. Moses said, I cannot speak. I am a stammerer. So what will I tell the people? I mean, and God is telling, God is addressing Gideon and telling him, mighty, let's read that scripture. It's in the book of um, Judges, chapter, Ikoapi notes, Mukoapi. Judges, chapter 6. Get from me, uh-huh. No, no, no. The Lord calls him mighty man of valor. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Where did I write it? Thank you, thank you. And the, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Turn to the next, the next verse. Gideon said to him, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles and which our fathers told us about? Uh, which our fathers told us about, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Next. Then the Lord turned to him and said, go in, go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? The next one. So he said to him, oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's household. That is what 
it means when you're operating in the flesh. Unaangalia tu vitu kwa macho ya kawaida. You're looking at things and situation by your physical eyes. But the Lord is saying, mighty man of Allah, you are able to do this and this and this. And I want to uh, challenge us this morning to know that there is what the Lord calls you. But you will not know what the Lord calls you if you do not read the word of God. If you leave this sanctuary today and you come back again marching, we are marching in the light of God, coming in on Sunday. You have not touched your Bible from, from Sunday to Sunday. You're waiting for the preacher to come and encourage you again. You will operate from this realm. You will not know what God says about you. You will not know what you're supposed to do. So then, if God made us, then he knows our potential and he knows our capacity. This is God's viewpoint. He calls us more than conquerors. But you will not know if you don't, if you don't read the word of God. We are above and not below. The head and not the tail. That is Deuteronomy 28, 13. But you will not know if you don't read the word of God. He called Gideon, that one I've read for us, mighty man of valor. Yet Gideon was defining himself by what he was seeing. The word of God still tells us, you shall know the truth. And the, tru the truth that you know is what will set you free. But if you don't know, the truth that you know is from the media, then you're in trouble. So, Mike, I asked myself a question. Where then is the problem? Why aren't believers? Because the book that I want to read us, Paul, Apostle Paul had written it for the believers. Why are the believers not walking in the spirit? Where is the problem? Let's read Romans 7. 14 to 25. For we know that the law is spiritual. Please take note, the law is spiritual. If it is spiritual, it is from above. It is higher. But I am a carnal... Uh, I'm my sinful capacity. Now, if I habitually do what I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that it is good, morally excellent. So now, it is no longer I who do, who do it, but the sin nature lives in me. Let me tell you, church, when Adam fell, the flesh, this body, as George was saying, it became weak. It's like where God had placed man was here. When man fell, 
alishuka chini in this flesh and some of some many many of the times we pride ourselves in this flesh we are busy working on this flesh but this flesh will not take us anywhere paul is bringing us to is opening up uh, opening up our eyes to see that this flesh ikona shortcomings it has its own challenges he says the things that i want to do i do not do them but the things that i want to do kufanya those ones i'm not doing so what is the problem and then paul asks who shall deliver me from this body from this miserable um, body who shall deliver me let me tell you church the fact that paul is saying that the things that we do the things that we are not supposed to do are the ones we do and vice versa it does not give us a leeway to see now that you can say na si biblia pia inasema basi mtu zile vitu zenye anafaa kufanya ndizo afanyi zile zenye astahili kufanya ndiyo zo anafanya no it does not give us a leeway to sin if you look keenly from verse 25 paul says thanks be to god through jesus christ my lord why do you think paul said thanks be to god because of jesus christ is it that he was just writing you know the way nowadays people are singing you throw in jesus and god in there and then it sounds it's a gospel song you know was paul just writing throwing in words to say thanks be to god because of jesus there is something that jesus christ did and that is why paul is saying thanks be to god the father who released the son to come and die for us so that we can live a victorious life in the flesh amen let me tell you guys we can live for christ even in this body but we have to live by the spirit we have to operate from above amen Efficient, not Ephesians, Romans 8 from verse 1 tells us, it's a continuation. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Underline in, in. Who believe in him as their Lord and their personal Savior. For the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do. Being weakened by the flesh, the man, now that is man's, man's nature, God sent his son, his own son, in the image, in the likeness of sinful man, as an offering for sin and condemned sin in the flesh. I was looking up the word condemned, the synonyms for condemned, and what was coming up was is to pass judgment, uh, guilt, there is guilt there. And so if you read again, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. If you read it this way, there is now, there is now, no, condemn, there is now no judgment for those who are in Christ Jesus. Why is there no judgment for those who are in Christ Jesus? Because Jesus Christ already took the judgment upon himself for us. So that we can serve Jesus in this body. Are we together? That Jesus Christ took the judgment upon himself so that we can live a life that pleases God in this flesh. And then it takes us to another place that the law of the spirit in Jesus Christ has set us free. When Jesus Christ died and we accepted him, when we are in him, we have received something um, something new. It's called the spirit of life. We have received, we have been reconnected to where we were. Now we are operating at a different standpoint. 
Are we understanding? We are operating at a different place in Jesus Christ. And so anyone who operates at the spirit level is operating in the life of God. Anyone operating by the flesh, you are separated from the life of God. And you will keep on struggling. You will keep, I mean, let's, let me give you an example. Here is Peter and uh, John, they're headed to the temple. At the gate of beautiful, they meet a, they meet a guy seated there. And the guy is like, um, Nisaidie, to pay. Amezo ya kupewa pesa, right? And so Peter and John are like, we don't have silver and gold we do not have, but we will give you what we have. Think of it this way. Peter and John tells them, tells the guy, rise up and walk. The guy sits there and says, I believe, I believe, and he does not stand up. That is what we do. The Lord has, I mean, when faith comes, neno imekuja, we are seated, I cannot, we are seated down. I believe, I believe, I believe, I say, amen, and we shout. But we do nothing about it. It simply means there is something that we do not understand. It simply means there is something more we do not know. Praise the Lord. And this word this morning is telling us, we who are in Christ, we who have been engrafted in Christ Jesus, we have been translated from where we are to a higher level. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 31, he who is from above, he who came from above is above. The context is that it's talking about Jesus. But let me tell you, you and I who have received the spirit of Christ, the life of God, the very life of God in us are supposed to be operating from that level. He who came from, he who is above, he who came from above is above. You and I who are carriers of the spirit of God are supposed to be above. Praise the Lord. We are not supposed to be operating at this. And this is not a motivational talk. I'm talking about, I'm reading for you scripture or what the Bible and what the word of God tells us, where we are supposed to be operating from. And so, what the law could not do, that is to overcome sin and remove its penalty, being weakened by this flesh. Jesus Christ already did it for us. And that is why Paul is saying, thanks be to God for Jesus Christ who has delivered me from this body. Church, I want to submit to us that even in our flesh, we are supposed to serve Jesus Christ. There's another scripture that says, everything is lawful, everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by what? I will not be mastered by these things. Every, in this country, drinking is allowed. I mean, all these things are allowed. But because you are a believer, everything is lawful. Everything is permissible. Some of those things are not, even, are, not, are not wrong. Everything is lawful. Everything is permissible. But I will not be mastered by these things. Operate from a higher level. Operate from a higher level. Keep in step with the spirit of God. Keep in step with the spirit. This is what it means to keep in step. We are walking together, left, right, left. He takes this turn, you take this turn. He takes this turn. You, and then let me, let me tell you, when you keep in step with the Holy Spirit, nothing will be passing you. You will be like Elisha when the enemy is saying, 
how does this guy know? The things that I discuss in my bed, it is because you're operating at a higher level. It is because you're operating by the Spirit of God. Amen? And so, the acts of the flesh are very easy, and we know them. Galatians, Galatians chapter 5 from verse 20. Go back, go back to 19. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, let's continue, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, rivalries, and the likes of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Church, we have been born from above. To be born again, it is to be born from above. And so we cannot be found doing some of those things, doing whatever it is that we have read. And the Bible tells us that the law of the spirit, the, I mean the fruit of the spirit, is the highest law. Why is it the highest law? No other law comes above it. Anyone operating from the spirit, anyone walking by the spirit, is already fulfilling the law. You understand? Anyone operating by the spirit, you have fulfilled the law. That is why joy is a fruit of the spirit. It is not about, we have read the scripture, though we are hard pressed on every side, we are pressed, we are crushed down, but we are not destroyed. Until the outer man is wasting away, but the inner man is, is, is gaining life. What does that mean? The inner man is being strengthened by the Holy Spirit. The inner man is seeing from another level. It is seeing that though the, out, the conditions around me are, are, are not good, they are, uh, they are challenging for me. This person is seeing it is only for, and even if the Lord does not come, he knows that the Lord is with them. Joy is not, is not, is not, um, is not predicated upon the things that are happening around us. The Bible tells us rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always. Let me tell you, there are times that will come that the joy that the Bible is talking about, you don't feel like rejoicing, right? But the Bible tells us, rejoice in the Lord at all times. For you to rejoice in the Lord at all times, you have to be operating from a different level. If Jesus was in the boat with the disciples and it was being shaken left, right, and center, and Jesus is asleep, there is something more. He knew. He was not just, he was operating from a different standpoint from the disciples. And Jesus wakes up and he tells these guys, where is your faith? The people are seeing the storms. But Jesus is asking these people, where is your faith? Perseverance is a fruit of the spirit. Peace is a fruit of the spirit. We are not peaceful just because there is nothing happening around us, no. It is because there is something more we know 
it is because there is something more we know. It is because we are operating at a higher level. I think that is what I want us to get today. Move from where you are. Operate from, the, uh, from a higher level. Operate and move with the Spirit of God. Operate and move by the Spirit of God. A singer sang and said, how can you run when you don't know the ways of the Spirit? How can you rise when you don't know the ways of the Spirit? Church, the people of the world are beating us because we are busy looking for solutions from outside. Yet we have been given the power that raised, the power that raised Jesus from the dead. That is not something small. Is at work, the Spirit of God at work in us. It means there is something we are not doing. It means we have, we are not, we, either we don't understand what the word of God is telling us, or whether, maybe you're like, ah, I've tried, it's not working. But the Lord is calling us today to arise from where we have been, operate from a different level. Operate from a different level. Walk in the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Flesh begets flesh. The spirit begets spirit. The spirit is life and peace. This word that we read, this is the breath of God. This is the life of God. You will not know the life of God. If you go home, you take your Bible, naweka kando, unachukua Netflix, kuanzia Monday, hadi Saturday, we will not go far. The influence that we need, even in our workplaces, we need the Spirit of God. We need the Spirit of God. Let me tell you a short story. There's a place where my husband was working. It was tough. You know the way you get, you get a good position and you're like, wow, I've gotten a new position, like I'm head of, eh? And you're excited. But it came with fire. It was not easy. Sometimes he would be pushed from left, right, and center. And my husband would just, he would sit. He would not react. Okay, I was telling him, but if it was me, why? And my husband, he keeps quiet. He, he, and for some time I tried to understand. And they tried to understand also, why does this guy, why doesn't he ever react? Like we push him, he's just there. And, and then one time he took the department that he was um, representing, he took, there are some things he wanted to be done by the boss, someone came and asked him, how are you able to do these things? How is it that only your department was given X, Y, Z? And he told them, it is by prayer and perseverance. The people where we work, wherever we are, they need to see Christ in us. They need to see the God that we keep shouting about. They need to see the God that we keep talking. church. Now, after your church, 
it is time for the church of Jesus Christ in this late, uh, the last days. It is time for the church of Jesus Christ to arise. It is time for us to arise and operate from a different level. And it is by the help of the Holy Spirit. It is not by power, not by might. It is by the spirit of the living God. We will not do, we will not um, salvage our young men and women just by taking them for counseling. If you do, you need the spirit of God to tell you what do I address. The disciples of God, the disciples of Jesus, these, they went to pray for someone and they were unable to cast out the, the demon. The person was an epileptic. And Jesus comes into the scene. Jesus casts out a deaf and a dumb spirit. And that person was an epileptic. How did he know? We need the spirit of God. Human wisdom is good. But it can come. You need a higher authority. You need a higher operation. You need to see from a different angle. And I, when, I was, when the Lord was giving me this message, I told God, um, forgive me. Because there are things that I've not been seeing the way you want me to see. Sometimes, like this week, my children, my children when I was preparing, where the battle was tough, my children became sick. And they were throwing up, and, and we took them to the hospital. And the doctor says, there is nothing. There is nothing. They are eating, they are throwing up. He started with the first bone, the second bone, had you a muisho. Tukimalizia on Thursday at a vizuri. And when the Lord gave me this living from above, I told the Lord, I am I'm sorry, I ask for your forgiveness. Because if I am operating, if I was operating from a different level, I would be knowing that this is just like a wind and it is going to pass. So I don't know what has buffeted you. I don't know what has been weighing you down. But the Lord is calling us this morning to arise. To move from where we have been operating from. To move to a higher level. To walk and keep in step with the Holy Spirit. And we will see a change and a difference in our lives. And I will conclude by saying that. Give me Romans 8, 12. Give me NIV. Therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to the sinful nature. We have a duty, but it is not to serve the flesh. The flesh is not, there's another part that there's a scripture that says, food for the stomach, stomach for food. God will destroy both. This body is not for sin. This body is the temple of God. If you call yourself a believer, live for God and walk uprightly before God. Operate from a higher level. Our obligation is not to the flesh, to the physical. No. We have been called to a higher place. May the Lord bless you, church. Remember, our obligation is not to the... Our obligation is not to the... God bless you.
Thank you so much.